Thank you for coming on today's podcast of Answers to Praise, a series of letters written in from folks that started thanking God for problems and watching a mighty God with wisdom and power go to work. We have stories like termites in the house, runaway kids. We have stories of 30 years of drinking, um, pornography, gambling, just about anything you can think of, overweight, overeating. People started to do the practice of turning it over by thanking God for the problem. So these next stories that what I'm reading, those are letters that people have written in. So please enjoy. I have a lot of testimonies on my area too. And you hear them, you hear them a lot. One time someone gave me a, I was selling real estate and they gave me a lamp for a desk to the kind that clips on, on the side of the desk, a little old fashioned. It's kind of like a, a little slot that you put the, uh, the other part of the lamp in. You slide it in there, it has a ring in there. The ring and the mechanism to tighten around the desk was missing. So I thank God for it, I praise him. And three days later, something fell off the closet as I was walking through the house converted into a real estate office. Boom, 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 right in front of me. The, um, the linen closet was ajar and whatever it was, it just st- st- stumbled right out of the closet thing, right in front of my path. Three days after I prayed and I picked it up, I said, thank you, Lord. I went and I put it on my desk, tightened the desk, and I put that lamp right in that slot, and it worked. Folks, that happens a lot. Lately, I've been making coffee, and like I said, someone gave me a percolator, the 60, 80 cups I can do. I started making 30 cups now for the groups. The groups are growing. But I needed the, uh, the percolator, the glass eye on the top. This stainless steel percolator they gave me, coffee maker, didn't have it, it was missing it. And it was really nice, made in France. Very nice, you know, beautiful stainless steel. I prayed about it and about two weeks later, I got the part, and as soon as I saw it, I said, thank you, God, the part came. So guys, we have access to God's power, love, joy, wisdom, strength. The Lord is helping us as we go. And look for God in the little things, little miracles. It's like little actions. We do little actions towards our little miracles to make them come true and come to pass. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy these clips. Reading from Answers to Praise, page 128, Overweight Separated. A lady writes in, she says, My husband left our home and does not plan to return, but my prayers are for his salvation. Rather than for my own comfort, I can let God do the rest. I am overcoming the eating habits that I wrote to you about. God is so marvelous, he has time for the dumbest prayers. I praise him all the time now. 
I'm thankful he didn't make it easy for me like I wanted him to. I can't thank you enough for opening a new door. To God, I praise him for leading me to your books. As you recall, the lady had written in that her husband had left and she started thanking God that he had left because of her overweight and other th- other issues, bills and so forth. And the day she started praising him, he came back. And now she, uh, she continues to praise God on every mouthful, puts a rubber band around on her hand or some kind of reminder that's her no. You know, when praising God brings the wisdom and with wisdom brings power and knowledge, power to do the right thing by acknowledging if you're if I'm stuffing myself with uh, with chocolate and I thank God, I thank God and I keep thanking God, I'm going to eventually win the battle. Okay? He's going to raise me to to spiritual power. I'm going to connect to spiritual power to undo uh, daily uh, human natural problem that is not right. God's ways is asking uh, power to do the thing right. When you're, especially when you're out of control, you're drinking, you're brawling, you're making noise and stuff. Just thanks. Start. Hey, God is available like the air in the sunshine. The only problem is we're not taking advantage of it. You know, we're we're doing it on our own strength and then the the bible says curse is the man who considers the his own strength who relies on his own self or someone else to fulfill your happiness now right here is the uh, Marilyn Carruthers he comments on this situation he says make it easier for me It's often the cry of the person under Satan's attack. Our cry should be, make me aware that you supply me with exactly what I need. Make me aware that you supply me with exactly what I need. That should be our prayer. This letter was from the lady who was formerly so depressed over her husband leaving and her inability to control her weight that she was ready to commit suicide. I sent her a copy of Power and Praise and encouraged her to be thankful for her problems. And the Proverbs for today is a merry heart does good like medicine. Beautiful, beautiful readings. Amen. And my promise to you, I'm going to read you a song as I promised. And we're going to go to Psalm 9 because today is the ninth. And let's Enjoy God's Word, which is beautiful, beautiful, wonderful words of life. Psalm 9, a prayer and thanksgiving for the Lord's righteous judgments. And that's what we're doing when we're praising God and giving Him thanks for exactly. See, with Marilyn Carruthers, the author of the book Answers to Praise, what he's saying is that There is an answer in our problem. And if we praise them, we'll derive the answer from our problem. And then I like it because we've successfully given it over to him, to his hands, thanking him for it. And if it keeps bugging him, we keep thanking him for it. That's leaving it in his hands. And then it becomes wisdom to us. 
and with God will fix it. It'll never be a problem again. Incredible promise, huh? Moving right along, I hope I, I, hope I confuse you. I thank God I confused you. <laughs> I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat on the throne judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their names forever and ever. O enemy, destructions are finished forever. And you have destroyed cities, even their memory has perished. But the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness. And he shall administer judgment for all the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwell in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. When he avenges blood, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. Have mercy on me, O Lord. Consider my trouble from those who hate me. You who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell all of your praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will... Rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk down in the pit which they made. In the net which they have hid, their own foot is caught. The Lord is known by the judgment he executes. The wicked is a snare in the works of his own hands. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Salah. Praise God for pneumonia. And close is an order. May I have another order blank? I've given away at least 50 copies of Prisoner of Praise. The principle of praising the Lord has been meaningful in my life. I left Corpus Christi on February 23rd to keep two of my grandchildren while their mother went to the Orient on a business trip. I had a cough much of the time since October. The doctor said it was caused by an allergy. I went about my business, but with great effort. While I was with my grandchildren, I got pneumonia and was so sick, I kept thanking God for the pneumonia and telling him that I didn't understand it, but I knew he did. I got back home on Palm Sunday Eve, still feeling spent and sick. The doctor put me in a hospital and on the breathing machine that helped me. On previous x-rays, nothing looked wrong, but a new x-ray showed trouble. To sum it up, I had surgery for lung cancer. The doctor removed the middle lobe of my right lung, which had dried up with a cell-contained cancer. He got it all, and I'm recuperating now. 
Now I see the goodness in the ammonia, for it made me pursue the illness. I'm so glad I could thank God through it all. My whole recovery has surprised the doctors. They can't understand why I improved so rapidly, but I know it was praise. Well, I was so ill with pneumonia, I could not seem to pray, but I could always praise. I learned from Romans 8, 26 to 28 that I don't have to pray since the Holy Spirit will take control. Also, I am claiming verse 28 and know that all this is working for my good. When I am able, I am going to pursue the possibility of your coming to our town. Already three people have said they will help to underwrite the cost. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your witness. I gave my doctor a copy of both of your books. The next day when he came into my room, he saw another copy in the chair. He asked me if I was planning them, to which I replied, everywhere I can. I thank God for your ministry. My comments. Dear God, I thank you that you are even when men think you are not. You are kind when men believe you to be unconcerned. You are alive and moving and working in our lives even when we think we are all alone. I thank you that you love everyone enough to reveal yourself to anyone who seeks you. But Father, there are people reading this who have never seen you or anything that they understood to be you. Please open their hearts so they will know you as you are. Let them feel your love for them. Let them come to know someone who will show your love for them. Help us know you and to live in such a way that others will want to know and love you. The Lord reign it. Let the earth rejoice. Psalm 97.1 Pathway to Answers is our next letter. It is the nature of man to work. He works to achieve, to build security, to impress others. God cuts sharply in the grain of natural man to save and says man's work will never lead to him. Our works are often egotistical and self-centered. At the very best, God's works are holy and they were made perfectly manifest in Christ. Jesus urged us to let go of our partly visions of self-achievement. Yet he is still confronted with our high opinions of our own worth. He gave Peter eternal life as a free gift. Peter knew this and appreciated it. But when Peter said he was willing to die for Christ, he was overestimating his own strength. What good do you think you are accomplishing? What good do you think you are accomplishing? What evil do you think you would never do? Jesus knew that Peter was capable of falling. He knows that you and I are capable of falling. There is no sin that we are incapable of committing. At this point, I know that I am where angels fear to tread. For you may be very positive that you are some things you would never, ever do. Since you are convinced that you would never do them, you may feel justified in heaping all kinds of criticism upon others who are guilty. To appreciate God's love for us, we must realize that anything in us that is good is the result of God's protection. General Wright, U.S. Army, tells us of the unbelievable animal characteristics displayed by young men who had been in the 
Bataan Death March. When the Japanese were transporting them in the hold of a ship with no fresh air, no sunlight, no food, no water, and 100% degrees, 100 degree heat, some men lost their reassemblers to civilized men. When one of their numbers was hit by a bullet from an American plane strafing the ship, they sucked blood from the dying man. Insane? Yes, they were. That same insanity may lurk within us. We may not want to admit it, so we will pull robes of righteousness close about us and declare our complete alliance, allegiance to everything good and holy. God sees us a little different and declares that in us dwells no good things. Romans 7, 18. The capacity to deny Christ and swear when never knew him lurks within us. Does it hurt too much to admit this? As we do admit it, Christ's righteousness could be ours. God keeps us holy in word, thought, and deed. But I would have to be him doing it. But it would have to be him doing it. Paul declares that trying to obtain salvation by our own goods, our good works brought God's anger, Romans 4.15. He further declares that trying to obtain God's blessings by keeping his laws causes him to be angry. This is hard for the natural man to understand. The whole Bible portrays God's insistence that we come to him, trusting only in Christ. Paul said, the more we trust him, the more clearly we see. The more we trust him, the more clearly we see what? We see that the angel the only difference between ourselves and sinners is the grace and mercy of God he provided forgiveness and salvation through Jesus who took all the punishment for our sins now with peace we can look at ourselves as we are and know that there is nothing in us that God does not forgive we are then free to look at other Christians and know that God forgives them too What a blessed day it will be when God's children no longer judge one another. This attitude opens our hearts to the spirit of praise. We are then on a pathway that leads to answers to praise. Epilogue. Many thousands of readers have accepted Jesus as their Savior while they read the praise books. I pray that you too have received something from the Lord. Since I wrote Prisoner of Praise in 1970, my conviction has steadily grown stronger that a dynamic force is released in our lives when we praise the Lord for everything. Once we have accepted Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit begins to work in our hearts. If you want His work in you to accomplish God's purpose, I strongly recommend four things. One, earnestly study God's Word every day. Powerful forces will strive to convince you that you do not need to do so. The Bible says of itself that it is God's breath. Without that heavenly breath, we can soon become lukewarm Christians. Two, pray regularly. Jesus did. He rose before daylight to talk with God. He asked his disciples why they couldn't pray at least one hour. Never let yourself be deceived into thinking that you are too busy or that prayer doesn't work. Pray fervently and God will reveal himself to you in new and exciting ways. Three, turn your back on evil of all kinds. Evil has insidious ways of making itself appear to be acceptable. If we fellowship with it, 
For example, many television programs and movies are designed to make evil look attractive or even good. Before you watch any program, decide if this is God's will for you. Be sure to spend more time each day in prayer and Bible study than you do in entertainment. 4. Witness for Him daily. God forgive us to our sins and give us the free gift of eternal life. In turn, He asks us to tell others about His Son. Many Christians spend much time in learning how to be stronger Christians, but never learn that one of our greatest resources of strength is to bring other people to Christ. Don't miss out on this blessing. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please pray with me. Dear God, I confess that I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins, the ones I can remember and the ones I can't remember. Thank you, Jesus, that you have a sinless life and took the punishment for my sins. I receive you as my Savior and the free gift of eternal life that you give me. I want to live for you, to serve you, and to honor you. I receive your Holy Spirit and will follow you. The following is an expert from Marilyn's next book, Praise Works. Amen. Answers to Praise, page 212. And I started reading at 206. 206 to 212. 